Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today we are joined by Ms. Latanya Yvette, the medicine woman. She does chakra healing, spiritual life coach, dream interpretation, some of everything. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this mindfulness minute and we'll, and we'll get Thank you for in. inviting me. Oh, for sure. All right. So we're going to get in this mindfulness minute for a second. Mystery in the mundane. Beneath name and form is a timeless infinite. I live for the realization of divine mystery. For some reason unknown to us, we have a world before our okay. eyes that due to the prejudices of our culture, we regard as a material in nature. For some reason, we find ourselves engaged in various projects and plans, some new and some inherited from the past. None of us choose this for ourselves, at least not in any sense that we are aware. We don't choose to be born, and yet we are forced just by nature of being alive to make decisions about our lives. We have to act in some way or another, and even sitting still is a kind of action. Since we are alive and since we have to choose, we may as well maximize the time that we have here. So right now, you may see various mundane objects arrayed around you, the table, the desk, the lamp, the couch. You may be aware of your hands holding this book or the reader or your eyes scanning the page. You may have various thoughts and feelings coming and going. Realize that all of this is nothing other than the divine self that all becomings belong to the one being. You are this divinity unfolding in time. Ooh, that was a mouthful, a mouthful right there. Okay. Okay, okay. So, Miss Medicine Woman, tell us how did you get started? How did you discover your gift? Uh, I am, uh, I've always had the gift, but really not knowing and uh, realizing that everybody doesn't have it. You know, when something comes natural to you, you just feel like everybody has that, that, you know, it's just, you're just operating in the norm. But then I started, as I grew and got older, you know, I would say in my teenage years, I just assumed everybody had this, the knowing or the high intuitive gifts. And, you know, I, I said, oh, okay, you know, but as I got older and got onto the path that I'm on now, I uh, got into different groups of uh, people who were um, practicing their gifts. And they let me know, hey, that those are gifts. You know, those are spiritual gifts and everyone doesn't have them. We all have them, but some are, are heightened. Some people have heightened senses in other, and heightened gifts in other areas. And um, I joined a, a spiritual accelerators and that's when everything just started to blossom. I was kind of searching for a place and a home where I felt comfortable. I'm a free spiritualist, so I don't really like con uh, constraints and restraints and telling me what, what you should or shouldn't do. I like to kind of move based upon my own, um, my own intuition and my own, what resonates with me and my spirit. So yeah, I, I would say the Spiritual Accelerators group really helped me to develop my gifts and, and put them into uh, intent, using them intentionally. Mm. So when you say using them intentionally, 
that means that you have to be really focused. So how do you get that focus to use your gift intentionally? Uh, every day I do, uh, I have a routine. When I get up in the morning, I first lay there for a moment and meditate a five minutes brief meditation before I even get out of bed, which helps uh, mentally and physically because once you hit 40, you know, <laughs> them bones don't jump up out the bed like. <laughs> but yeah, it helps me mentally and physically get together, kind of gather my thoughts of where I'm going to be for the day. I do a lot of journaling and I keep everything in my phone as far as a calendar on what my perspective is for the day, what my mood, you know, kind of set the tone for the day. Uh, then I go on to do, uh, I love to candle gaze or scrying, where you uh, stare into the candle and it's a very good, it gives me a lot of perspective. It's almost the same effect, well, it is the same effect as sun gazing. Okay. Uh, so I do that and I also have some morning mantras that I do every morning, uh, just manifesting, using words of power, speaking in 10 into the day, what I, what my expectations are and thanking the universe and the spirits for uh, for helping me. I like that, I, especially the, the morning mantras. Like I have a couple different ones that I do in the morning before I get up and then I have some uh, posted on my desk at work. So when I'm having one of those moments, I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, say out loud, you are all right. You are where you're supposed to be and it's okay. Right. I'm, I love it. Those, so those mantras are, are very, very powerful. Yes. I like that. So you do something called light work and root yes, work. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So you do something called light work and root work. Yes. What are those and what's the difference? Uh, I say light work because I work in love and light. Uh, I'm always working uh, with the... You have to kind of be careful, you know, because there's shadow work, light work, um, was uh, black magic and, and people get kind of caught up in those terms and those terms hold a certain energy around them so when i say light work i want everyone to know and i say that so that they know any type of uh, metaphysical things that i'm doing spiritual gifts that I, i'm doing any type of magic or spell work that i do is all in love and light um but it's working and, and, and the difference in that and root working is when you are uh, working on yourself and getting yourself together. Um, and I only work on individuals who are working on themselves. When you start to venture off and trying to work and um, manipulate others, it goes into a different area. So everything that I do is um, the intent is in, positive, is in a positive light. I like that. that that's all right. So you do crystal work too, and crystal healing, which I'm, I'm learning more about, kind of getting deeper in. When you go to pull crystals, like, like say I'll call you up and I say, look here, girl, I got some blockages, I need some help. How do you know which crystals to pull that's gonna help me clear myself out? There are so many crystals. Nobody, if anybody tells you that they know off head, right off, which crystal, you know, they can tell you what worked for them. But there are so many crystals that have so many metaphysical properties, so many spiritual properties, so many mental properties. What I do is I go to the good book. I call it the good book. I have a crystal guidebook. You can also go into Google 
find you a creditable source um, and, and rock with that source. Anything we want now is at our fingertips. We can get online and say, I'm looking for a crystal to help me with my dreams or a crystal to help me ground myself and, and it's going to pop up. Now I have some that I work with um, more than more than um, others, but what I have gotten into now is kind of venturing out from the amethyst and the tiger eye and um, rose quartz, you know, the ones that we kind of use on the daily and you hear more about clear quartz, which those are all awesome um, um, crystals and, and gemstones to use, but I want to get into some other ones. Let's see what's going on with those other ones that are the hidden gems. So yeah, I, I kind of dig to see which ones I know about and I pair them with ones that are new to me just to see if the, the, uh, the uh, effects are heightened. Okay, okay. So tell me about being a, a spiritual life coach. How does that differ from being just a life coach? Because I know that there is a difference between the two. Yes, a life coach versus a spiritual life coach. Life coach is, um, they're, they're both the same, only the spiritual is going to have an added boost. That's like an added benefactor to it. Because what when you are working on self, you have to start with your spirit because your self could be okay, but your spirit could be shaky and not really knowing. And that's what's guiding you. So you can think that you are okay. Uh, and I'm not downing a regular life coach because they're needed too. We both do the same things and help people get on their path, get direction in which way they need to go in order to get the direction that they're trying to get to. But when it's spirit involved, the spirit is going to do what the spirit wants to do. And when the body is moving opposite than the spirit, it's going to be wobbly. So it's shaky and nothing ever is really going to be sound and, and, and grounded. So when you get that spirit work together, that's what we're working on also, making sure that you are one with your spirit, that you are doing what's in, in, um, in alignment with what your spirit is asking you to do or, or commanding you to do, because you have to follow spirit. When you follow spirit, it's, it's an easy path, baby. It's an easy path. Spirit versus ego is something, baby. <laughs> oh, that spirit versus ego. Wait a You said a whole mouthful yeah, that, right that, there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's something right there. So what is a love reading? I, I think yes. I need one of those. A love reading is some people want to know if they're going to find a mate or what they can do to improve themselves for their mate, or if their mate is right for them, or um, what they can do to draw in the correct mate. So all of those things, or, or if they're saying, hey, I think this mate, the person that I'm with right now may just be better a friend, or um, if it may in the long run turn into something different. You know, people have love is one of the major things, love and, and finances are two of the things that, you know, you get the most questions about, but there are ways to draw in that love that you're, that unconditional love, you know, so that's going to come from within with yourself. And once that, once it's right within, then you will draw in that unconditional love and, and get that love that you're desiring. So yeah, I do those readings. I do card pulls. I also do intuitive readings with that. And I, I also use the pendulum with the crystals. There are many things that I do. Whatever I feel when I'm in that reading that I need to do, 
I, I use all the tools that I have. Okay, so I got this, this big question. Now, when you're, you're doing a reading with somebody, and of course, we all want the, the warm and fuzzies, the lovey-doveys, do you keep it real with the people you do the readings with, and how do they receive it if you're telling them the truth? <laughs> I'm always going to keep it real. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure y'all can get that from my energy right here. I'm always going to keep it real. However, there are ways to communicate with people. And you know how you know who can take what and how to give it to them. It's a part of being a master communicator. You know, you have to know how to communicate with people so that they will receive the messages that you're giving them. Some people like it raw. Some people I can feel in their spirit, they want it raw, direct, straight, <laughs> give it to me straight. And then some people I have to kind of coddle. And, and kind of sugarcoat a little bit, but I'm still going to give them the message. I'm never going to leave anything out, but I'm going to deliver it in a way in which it's received from them. Because you don't want to tell somebody, you know, some people can say, go left. And then some people you say, oh, up there by the piggly piggly, go left. You know, so it's, you know, you have to know how to communicate with people. And it's the same in, in those readings. Because, you know, I always, uh, I say, like, I want to get a reading and I, and I want the, the truth, but you know that the truth hurts and we don't always like the truth. We want those, those warm and fuzzies oh. and, you know, make me feel good kind of things, but, but we need it, you know, given to us straight. Yeah. We can't do any, any real work if people are going to always be blocking and worrying about, yeah. oh, I, I don't want to say this or I don't want to say it that way. So I definitely can appreciate you for keeping it real um in your reading so you you guys want it real you want it raw you know she'll do it nice respect. right you know with all the respect and all the love but you know like uh tina turner says in the song we're gonna do it nice and easy but then we're gonna get real rough it's okay i can appreciate that so now let's talk about these dream interpretations Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, you wake up, you say, oh, wow, what did this mean? I had this dream. Or you may be having a reoccurring dream. And you want to know what it's trying to come across. In our dreams, uh, when we sleep, when our bodies sleep, our spirit still travels. We are multi-dimensional multi beings. So our, our spirits are traveling and, and messages come through your dreams. So sometimes things that you're going through in this life can be revealed to you through a dream. So what I do is say, okay, let me hear that dream. And then I listen for my, um, uh, I believe that's called Claire. I, I don't know though, let me get the, you know, it's so many clairvoyant, clairseeing. I, I believe I'm a little bit of all of them, but um, I listen, I get messages and downloads to tell me, oh, pay attention to this part of that. And then I can say, are you, you know, in case, are, are you going through this right now? Or is this going on right now? And kind of help them. And they're like, oh my God, yes, that is going on. And so I can kind of interpret the dream and bring it to um, a better understanding or a better overstanding for them to know which way they need to go. Or sometimes it'll tell you, don't go left. You know, hey, if you go that way, it's not going to be what you think. And you may want to go right, or you may want to stay, stay still, or yes, go ahead with that business. Everything, you know, those were messages from your ancestors or, or um, messages or downloads that you were getting 
while you were asleep because sometimes that third eye is blocked and, and people can't get those messages um, like, like we can get them uh, when they're awake. So they come through when they're asleep. So yeah, we, we definitely have to have to get together because when you, you said that, you know, those re recurring dreams, I, I do. And, you know, I have all these dream books, but, you know, those are like clinical and it's kind of real general. Yes. I need some personalized healing and interpretation with some of these dreams because I'd be like, ooh, child, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so I, See, I that's like I, the difference in life coach and spiritual life coach. You know, like you have the dream books, and then you have me a dream interpreter because mine is going to be in spirit, so it's not going to be so clinical. There is some clinical in there, but it's not as clinical. It's gonna hit. It's, it's like that soul food, you know. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I need. I, I yeah, I need all of that. I need it here, and I need it here because if I can get it here and and get it here, then once I can verbalize it all too, I might be all right, girl. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. Yeah. So you do chakra healing. What is that? Like, I know what the chakras are. I know the different areas, but what is, what is that and what do you do with it? I use sound therapy, uh, so free, you know, frequencies, uh, binaural beats to, um, help with those areas what we have to do first is determine which area may be blocked or too open uh, like for instance with me uh i just had a conversation yesterday with jazz jazz the medium shout out to jazz shout out to jazz um, <laughs> just had a conversation with her yesterday about um i used to have a huge issue with my throat chakra i'm very i'm, I'm a great communicator but it was too open I did not know how to not communicate, you know, um, and I was giving it to everybody right and wrong, you know, and it was kind of, it was too open, you know, not, I didn't have an issue with communicating. I had an issue with over communicating and doing it in a way with, with no tact, you know, so I had to kind of bring that back and do a lot of work with my throat chakra to get it in where the, where it's still open, but not wide open. You know, so you may have issues with different areas. So what we do is we go through each chakra zone and we figure out which one is having the, where, where you fall into where one may be too closed or one may be too open. And then we focus on that. You know, we always start with the root, even if your root chakra is okay. Any work I do, I got to start with the root because you got to work from the bottom to the top. So I always start with the root and then I go focus on that specific area. Before this, pandemic came out, I could do, um, I did in-home visits here in my, my uh, meditation area, and I could do a lot of uh, chakra uh, with the crystal placement and, and using herbs and things like that in different sound. But right now, with Zoom, it's kind of taken over and you have to do everything uh, virtually. Yes. And is that more difficult to do it over Zoom? Because I know sometimes you got to reach out and touch the person and you know, so how does that right. work? You're trying to do it through Zoom? It's a little challenging, you know, but energy is transferred, baby. It don't matter if you are um, right next to the person or if you're connected through this technology. Energy can absolutely be transferred. And, and that's all it is, is transferred. <laughs> so um, it, it works, you know, but you have to kind of get, um, I guess you got to get a Oh, and get a new swing of things of the new normal, you know. So it, it takes some getting used to with everyone because everybody's not as comfortable. You know, some people say, well, 
can we just do it on the phone? I don't want to do a video, you know, because they're not comfortable with the video. So whatever way is most comfortable for my, um, for my members or for my, the individuals that I'm working with, I go, I, I ask them, hey, what's working for you? If, they, if we're in the middle of the phone call and they say, hey, you know what? I think I want to go onto a FaceTime or I want to go a Zoom, then that's the way we're going to go. I like that. So you're, you're accessible and whatever's easiest for the client, which is, it's really important. Right. I, I definitely like that. Yeah. So with all so of it's the all things, about them being comfortable. Right. So with all of the things that, that you do and all of the different energies that you have taken in, what do you do for self-care? How do you plug back into yourself after you've poured out so much to everybody else? You gotta take care of self first. Um, I, I on my website I have oils, so I use them for myself. I use protection oils before I go into any readings or any type of work. I'm always protecting myself. I'm clearing my space before and after each uh, reading, each meeting that I do. I'm using uh, different. I have sage, of course. I use um, smudging. And uh, I burn all type of protection powders, oils, things of that nature to get me back focused. But the main thing I do is mentally put myself into what's called a bubble so that anything that is that I'm working with cannot get into my zone. It cannot get into my bubble. I'm actually working on it. It's not working on me. And when I'm done, I let myself out of that bubble. I thank the atmosphere, I thank the earth and the creator, and I, I move on and I clear and cleanse the space again. But you have that is something I'm glad you asked that. That's very important because if you don't do that and reground yourself, you will be drained. It is extremely draining, and it's extremely draining with the energy because we are we just balls of energy. So when you're pouring into someone or trying to pull out, you know, just imagine you pulling up. A, a rope, one of those tug of war ropes, where you constantly going back because those those energies and those will be attached. You know they don't want to let go. You know, so you have to keep yourself grounded. And now those are things I love. I love um, doing different smudging. Okay, I've I've done some some smudging with some sage. I've experimented with uh, some white sage, and then I had some green looking sage. Mm -hmm. It kind of smelled like, you know, it was a whole Bob Marley party going on over here, but it, it, it definitely worked. I felt cleansed when it was over. I felt relaxed, which is, you know, really important because yeah. since I'm having to work from home, my home has now become a workspace. And after I've trained my mind that home is home and work is for work, and now the two have gotten mixed up. So I definitely have to you know, reset every now and again, like, this is still home, even though it is my home office, home is still home, so, yeah. Right, right, that, that's awesome, I also do that too, you have to be able to separate home from, from work, with, with everyone working from home now, but I've, I've always worked from home um, for the past 13 years, but that's one thing that I do, I do keep I have a, an altar set up right on my desk. I have a mini altar on my desk with different crystals sitting on my desk because I don't want any of that energy transferred into my home. Like you say, you got to separate the two. 
definitely. So before we get into our brain science, where can we find you? I know you mentioned the website. Give us the links. How do we connect? I am on uh, Facebook and Instagram as The Medicine Woman, D-A underscore medicine, M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E underscore woman is spelled woman, W-O-M-B-M-A-N. There may be underscores or it may be um, all one word. Sometimes you can find me with both. I also have a website spelled the same way, www.themedicinewoman.com. And there's no space in there, D-A-M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E-W-O-M-B-M-A-N.com. I like it. So we have to end every show with our brain science. So in honor of you, we have the science behind dreaming. For centuries, people have pondered the meaning of dreams. Early civilizations thought dreams thought of dreams as a medium between our earthly world and that of the gods. In fact, the Greeks and the Romans were convinced that dreams had certain prophetic powers. While there has always been a great interest in the interpretation of human dreams, it wasn't until the end of the 19th century that Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung put forth some of the most widely known modern theories of dreaming. Freud's theory centered around the notion of repressed longing, the idea that dreaming allows us to sort through unresolved, repressed wishes. And Carl Jung, who studied under Sigmund Freud, also believed that dreams had psychological importance, but he proposed very different theories about their meanings. Dreams seem to help us process emotions by encoding and constructing memories of them. What we see and experience in our dreams might not necessarily be real, but the emotions attached to these experiences certainly are. Our dream stories essentially try to strip the emotion out of a certain experience by creating a memory of it. This way, the emotion itself is no longer active. This mechanism fulfills an important role when we don't process our emotions, especially our negative ones. This increases personal worry and anxiety. In fact, severe REM sleep deprivation is increasingly correlated to the development of mental disorders. So in short, Dreams help us to regulate the traffic on that fragile bridge, which connects our experiences with our emotions and our memories. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. So after in doing my research of you, I'm like, this fits exactly what she does. Like, this is amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that one part, though, about... Uh, not Sigmund Freud. Who was the other the other gentleman? Uh, Carl Jones. Carl Jones. He did. I, I agree with him saying that that they made that the emotions tied to the dreams are real. However, when he said that um, they aren't reality, that's an ultimate reality. I, you know, but we we may be a little deep for them. You know, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes those are different realities. You know, I believe in. Um, alternative realities and, and multi-dimensions. I believe in all of that. But yes, right on point. That was awesome. That's all right. So I, as we wrap up, I appreciate you for being on our show. You definitely have to come back because I have some other questions that I didn't get to. You know, that 30 minutes goes quick. So right. we, we know where to find you on Facebook and on Instagram and on your website. You guys check her out. Get a reading from her. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, 
Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Lady Bounce, and on behalf of the Fly With Us podcast, we out of here. Peace.